All right, welcome back to the Running Event Podcast, brought to you by Formula 4 Media. Now, Docs, Joanna, we are excited to be joined with our final guest of the program from New Balance. It's Keith Kelly. Keith, what's up, man? How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, thanks it's for very being, nice. Thanks nice to close this out then. Yeah, well, thanks for making the time, man. We've had a great time here at the running event in Austin, and... Uh, Great to have you as our. Fi- I don't know who would be a better encore guest than Keith Kelly. Can you name one? I mean, Dennis? you you build to the top, right? Yeah, exactly. Yes. Now we've set really. I've, I've always thought of myself as the tip of the spear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we yeah. we've built him up. Now you better deliver. Man. Well, so. I, yeah, I'm going to try and deliver some yeah, quality yeah. content here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, my voice is sore. I was talking a lot, selling the dream for the last 48 hours. Yes. Um, it's you know these expo halls are very dry. Yeah. I've been pounding liquids and uh, yeah so i'm feeling good i'm feeling really really happy to be here at the end of this whole event yep. well you've made it through almost all the way through we are here at thursday night almost all the way through the running event, another great running event so keith you're with new balance remind uh the audience what you do with new balance yeah i work on the global marketing team at new balance mm-hmm. and i look after basically the marketing we do that targets serious runners mm-hmm. so tier zero runners we call them loyalist runners we call them uh, and we have i'm, I'm one of several consumer leads so i look after the runners so i was a little worried that you weren't going to make the show though keith because i saw you had an incident maybe a week or so ago tell us uh what yeah so i don't know if you guys are familiar with what a mandolin slicer is <laughs> but it's like a medieval cutting device yeah and i was using the mandolin slicer for thanksgiving or something like what was pre-thanksgiving going okay. i was actually going up to tom cardio's house for thanksgiving okay who's our VP of running at New Balance, and my girlfriend, Evie, bought a mandolin slicer because we were going to prepare some fine Thanksgiving food. Mm -hmm. I was making an apple celery salad, and I was cutting it into fine one-eighth inch pieces using a mandolin slicer, and Evie was very concerned that I was using it very aggressively and cavalier. Now, were you paying attention, or was it just a really aggressive cutting? It was fairly aggressive and efficient because you want to get used <laughs> to using the mandolin slicer and I'm making hand gestures uh, here to, <laughs> right. to the table. You know, it's so easy. It's so effective. And I was telling her to relax, not worry, as I took the top of my finger off right. in the mandolin <laughs> slicer. So I had a nice one-eighth of an inch of the top of my finger as part of the salad mix. Exactly one-eighth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so You know, I... I, 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 I mean, yeah. There are thereabouts. So we got that back on. We glued it. We went to MGH, one of the best hospitals in the world, mm-hmm. which happens to be a few minutes away. And uh, we went in and, and they, they glued it back on. And I was super proud looking at my finger. And I said, well, this is a nice way to cap off your pre-Thanksgiving. And they were like, yes, because the person that came in before you chopped off their finger. <laughs> oh, really? So yeah. you were in good shape. So I, was in, I actually felt kind of soft, yeah. you know? So something to strive for. If you ever, if you ever want to do damage to yourself, though, do it on a holiday eve. Oh, really? Awesome! You go to the hospital. No one's there. They're all chilled. They're so happy to see you, actually, (laughs) which is not what they should be. And uh, so we had a great time. Yeah, we were there at midnight. Great time. Great time. Relatively. What? Did did it hurt? No, felt no pain. Actually, just it was like yeah, because it happened so fast. I wasn't even looking. So. it didn't hurt, and then when I and then when I talk about it, I get a little bit queasy. Yeah, but awesome, you know, when you see it, you know, it's just oh, the right yeah. thing. So, so did did you know that it had happened? Did your girlfriend have to tell you <laughs> the no, tip of your no, finger I just told came you off? So. Yeah. That would be amazing. But there was a lot of red suddenly appeared in the salad, <laughs> cool. and uh, yeah, so that was ruined. But <laughs> well, your your evening sounds like it was ruined. But it also it, sounds like Thanksgiving was ruined. Yeah. 
we went up next day and we had a great story to tell yeah and yeah. uh yeah i just proceeded as 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 expected i just you know wrap it up for a week i was uh i went home i had a can of double ipa yeah. And a really delicious local brewer called Trillium. Mm. And I had the double dry hop Farnsworth Street when I got back from the hospital with my finger glued on and feeling very, very, very uh, content. Well, um, have you had any good beers here in Austin? Uh, n- not really, no. No, to be perfectly <laughs> honest with you. I, 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 I looked for beer. I couldn't find anything good. And then I went to the Belgian beer bar that's down on Congress Street. Awesome beer bar. Mm-hmm. I'm probably going to go there tonight. And I did have a nice Belgian triple. Okay. Uh, a couple of West Mala doubles. And then I went to uh, one of the events that happened on 6th Street. And the beer selection was really, really subpar. And I, I decided to drink Miller Lite. <laughs> nice. Oh, no. And then one of our, one of our you know, fellow uh, independent running specialty store owners, Ken Sung, saw me drinking said Miller Lite. And has been spreading rumors around this expo <laughs> hall here in the running event that... Keith Kelly now drinks Miller Lite. He's lost his soul. You're in good company, man. Well, I'm, I'm glad that you have this uh, captive audience to set the record straight. Yeah. So I do not drink Miller Lite only in times of sheer desperation. <laughs> and uh, unlike what, one, yeah. a few years ago, we, how, many, how many of these have we been to now? Yeah. This 11? Is, yeah. 12? I was going to say 10, 11. Yeah. Yeah. Chris Farley and I were at the back of one of these banquet halls yeah. and one of these things, and we were just a little bit irritable. So we went downstairs and we got six genuine pilsners each. <laughs> this was i think 2014 they're, yeah they're fine pilsners and Fi- fine pilsners yeah and we got them and we drank those and they, it was all good they didn't have beer at the uh, at the event uh at the final dinner i don't think they had beer so i coerced him into drinking so this wasn't the first time this weekend that he's drinking the fine pilsner don't don't let him uh, confuse you he's yeah. drinking sounds, sounds like maybe there might be two sides to this story yeah. <laughs> yeah so so many great keith kelly stories man so the, the keith if, if, if our audience doesn't know a stud runner in college won the ncaa cross-country championships once upon a time that was yeah it was a long time long ago time ago so star old runner. yeah star runner um are you running much these days no running no no running. i've made the move to cycling completely <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> running's really bad for you don't hey, do it hey, hold on <laughs> can you edit that out docs <laughs> no i love i miss running every yeah. day yeah. but I, I just can't do it i uh, i had bad running mechanics and uh, yeah. i was destined to be chronically injured yeah so in the end, I had six knee surgeries, Oof. and uh, I miss it every day. Yeah. But I, I get to work in it, so I get to watch other people do it. And now I ride a bike, and I've become obsessed with cycling yeah. and bike culture and bike riding and all of that stuff. So, What's your nutritional of choice on these long bike rides? Untapped maple syrup. <laughs> yeah. so oh, we talked, I, we talked about, about that, that earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I'm a big fan of untapped maple syrup. Uh, my, my friend is part of the company. Um, mm-hmm. I've met the Corcorans. Uh, they gave me a big, like, gallon of slopeside syrup so mm-hmm. i got onto that early and have you uh, ever tapped maple syrup yourself i haven't no okay no yeah. but it looks pretty awesome and yeah. i loved and this is real deal stuff so get people should try it yeah it's unbelievable no, and, we, uh, well if you come to pacers in dc yeah, i'm Joey only gonna <laughs> have maple syrup Joey products buying there so she, she it's unbelievable. I, I, I i you know andrew gardner sends me a lot of packages so i put them on my you know i go to work in the morning and i get oatmeal and i put on top maple syrup on the top 
Love it. Well, so. I did want to talk a little business and work here. Um, you guys are on fire in the channel. Awesome work with uh, all the great products and global marketing. I'm assuming that has the New York City Marathon under kind of what you're doing. Yeah, so so I, tell us about, I mean, New York, first year you guys had an awesome event, right? It was un unbelievable. You had a, a t-shirt deli bar we did yeah at the expo that was amazing yeah. the events team at new balance andy down and harry mm -hmm. norton lauren fifty and these guys it's all they do right so that they're not unlike you guys in in that they want every event to be a unique experience and and think of things differently so the deli bar was a little throwback to new york culture mm -hmm. and uh one of many many activations around the city it was amazing. And I'm not just saying that as an employee of New Balance. Right. I'm saying that as a runner. Like, mm -hmm. if you were a runner and you were in New York City on the weekend of the marathon, you were blown away at every touch point. The expo was amazing. It was it was uh, brought to life in a way that they hadn't done before. There was activations in hotels around the city. And we had a pop-up space in uh, the West Village that we had some really cool programming in. We did stuff at the finish line. We had artist murals throughout the boroughs. Wow. Yeah, it was really, really cool. Amazing, amazing event. Yeah, so you guys got L London coming up, which I'm sure you're going to be working closely with. Yeah, you. so and we, we'll head over there a couple of times now. Mm -hmm. uh, the pressure's on. Like It, it was funny. <laughs> all, all the London guys were in New York, and they were like, right. this, is, this pretty, is pretty good. This is pretty good now. So <laughs> yeah. We have to step up. London's a different marathon yeah. than New York insofar as it's quite a parochial marathon, even though it's a What's huge... What's parochial e mean? <laughs> no, I'm serious. What like, is it? it's, kind of, it's local. Okay. Even though it's a huge global marathon, mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's a London marathon. It's a four mm. Londoners, and uh, so I think I don't know the statistics, but a very high percentage of the people that participate are from the UK, whereas in the, in the New York City marathon is a really global marathon. You know, four thousand Italians mm. and Japanese runners, and all over Europe and South America. So it's a little bit different. So we have to approach it a little bit different. Maybe less on the like kind of. In New York, you sell you sell a T-shirt at the deli bar that's got like a slice of pizza on it, right. you know, and people are like it's awesome, you know. As as Tom Cardio says, you know, someone's not going to go to London and said I ran the London Marathon and go back to their home in London, you know. Kind of thing. Right. So, right, we have to approach it differently. But we're yeah, we've got a really really cool bespoke uh, package of shoes, four shoes going in there with a fifteen hundred, which is the lifestyle fifteen hundred, yep. and then that's going to be made in the UK. And uh, that was a big deal. So, and there's a lot of proceeds going to charity, which is what London Marathon Charities is the biggest charity in the UK. They've uh, surpassed a billion pounds of wow. charity money. So it's wow. huge. So a lot of synergies between uh, our company's values and, and their values. So, yeah, I'm man. And you guys are doing life. those huge events, but you haven't forgotten about us little folks. And still, you guys, grassroots is as good as anything. I mean, you guys help us with the DCXE uh, project every year. So you're still, you haven't forgotten the little folks. Like no, us, and, 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 and we don't even call you the little folks. <laughs> you're the big folks. Yeah. Like, I say this to a lot of people. Like, I, I, and you balance our owner, Jim Davis, and all the way down, that the running specialty store or the family-owned business is the core of, of our company. So... Uh, it's it gets difficult to sponsor all these 5Ks and 10Ks, but when we find partners like you guys that put on unique events and are willing to do something that's totally community-driven for your community, and we can get on board with it. DCXC is amazing. It's changing the game for how you're bringing cross-country to life in the city of DC. Yep. And, you know, it's cross-country is not for just suburban, right. manicured golf courses. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> You know, so, this isn't a you've been to the race it's not a suburban uh, manicured golf course but you guys make means. it happen you make yeah. it you, you dress it up you make give the kids a great experience love yeah. it well you've you've been uh, a big part of that and we very much appreciate it um, 
Well, you know, kind of on a lighter note, I've been to a wedding where uh, Keith, I don't know how much he's doing this anymore. I've been to a wedding where Keith was the actual DJ for one of the (gasps) funnest weddings I went to. The Cal Rock. Yeah, uh, my, my 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 Cal Rock uh, handle on my Instagram and things like that comes from the DJ days. I yeah. I used to be obsessed with DJing when I was a kid, yeah. and I bought turntables as soon as I could afford them. <laughs> and then I started going to nightclubs, raves. Uh, was big into rave culture when I was a teenager. I was obsessed with running, so like no alcohol or anything. Just right. I was just so raves. Do people don't drink at raves. I, I just I don't know that they so, do. Yeah. Well, in Ireland because you know the nightclubs are over eighteen, but yeah. really. You, 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 Back in the 90s, when I was gone, you could get in as a 16-year-old. People would drink, but then there was also a drug side to, to rave culture. And, yeah. you know, people don't want to drink alcohol if they're taking <laughs> right, class, right. classes. But I got to get behind the turntables a few times. And mm. amazing, like as good as running experiences for me DJing. I would love to have been a global DJ. I think that's what I should have been. <laughs> or a, a, a radio DJ. I could just play records right. all night. So throughout the years, I, I softened, you know, and then start buying other records and... I still have my turntables. I yeah. have one turntable set up in my house, and now I play like nice left field music through that thing. <laughs> do, do do people use? I mean, is turntables a thing now, or do they just push buttons? As I have a turntable. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's going to come back to turntablism. Okay. Turntable turntables are are an art. Like to mix records with turntables, you need to know you need to know keys. You need to be able to really adjust the beats to make things flow smoothly and not yeah. sound like like a washing machine when <laughs> records are mixing together. Now DJs use MP3 formats, so they use right. their laptops or they use CDJs, and it's definitely moved to all digital. But there's positives to that too. Like records, DJs are showing up to airports and their record box never comes out, you know, because in Ibiza, for example, the baggage handlers know, wow, this is Sasha's record box. Right, right. I'm going to take it with me. <laughs> right, right. Now, they can, now they can keep their music in a laptop. So there's definitely advantages. Digital, but yeah. The, a lot of the German techno DJs are still using turntables because huh. they keep it real. Well, it was a fun, <laughs> it was a, it was a fun one. I think it was Kim Smith's wedding. I Kim believe, Smith's yeah. wedding we went and to. We had a great you, time. You, de- you DJed there. Yeah, and, and breakdanced a little bit. Breakdanced a little wow. Bit. Yeah, I don't, terrible uh, breakdance. No, he's are you Are you still breakdancing today or, or have you moved on I to I only breakdance at events. Yeah. I, and I embarrass myself. I'm terrible at breakdancing. But I think I'm like yeah. right. a total b-boy, and like uh-huh. I try to do a backspin or like a windmill, and I throw my hip out now because I'm old <laughs> and I've osteoporosis and all of those things, you know. Yeah. So oh, at one of our New Balance sales meetings last year, uh, we had a fashion show, and we had all these dancers that were like professional dancers, <laughs> and they invited people up. So like. I got up as one of the people and we all sure. danced and then they were like, sure. okay, everyone needs to go back now and for the next phase of the show and I stayed out on the dance floor and then I <laughs> dropped on the ground and did a scramble into a back spin or something. It was awesome. Yeah. They were buzzing about it and then I couldn't, you know, I couldn't, couldn't walk, walk right. for a few right. days. And, yeah. that's, and that's the other reason why you stayed up there was because you couldn't move after that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Absolutely. That's yeah. exactly it. Yeah. You know, well, can we hire you to DJ uh, events now? Uh, do you DJ at all anymore? No, I don't. Don't yeah, I don't yeah. anymore? You know, yeah. I still would like to do it though. You know, yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I mean, no one likes the music I, I DJ anyway. It's <laughs> slam and techno. It's minimalism. He, he, you played mainstream stuff when I. Yeah, yeah. but I, I can throw it in now and yeah. then a bit of '80s. You know, yeah. a little bit of psychedelic furs yeah. or <laughs> Depeche Mode. Yeah. People are happy. You yeah. Know? It was no like what? What are the the typical wedding lame like mockery? He didn't do any of that stuff. Or the no chi- electric slide. No electric. No electric slide. No, no, no. way cool. No, no. So, 
Well, Keith, uh, you, you nailed it, man. I, I think that's it. You, you, you nailed it. Great finale. Yeah. You, you, deli- you delivered. We you didn't did. even talk about small, your small batch brewery. Uh, we haven't. Oh, uh, but we can if you we, want. Well, yeah. I think we should address it. Yeah, you know, we do. Because yeah. yeah, so Docs is wearing our, our random row uh, yeah. brewing company. Uh, okay, small, that's brilliant, yeah, Docs. Yeah. I, you know what I love about that T-shirt is that I don't have one, and, and, and I'm an inspiration <laughs> to the culture yes, you of are. the small breweries. Yeah. And I, like talked Chris's ear off when he came to Boston mm-hmm. about my desire and Kevin Adams' desire, yep. US sales manager. Yep. Our desire to own our own fine brewery <laughs> of like tasty small batch double IPAs, right. dank and extremely hoppy. Oh, we have that. Oh, we yeah, have well, that, yeah. that's awesome for you guys. You, well you can uh, live vicariously through us. Or maybe yeah. I can get a T-shirt or a sticker. <laughs> I, I, I will get you for a T-shirt. For being on the show, you can definitely get a T-shirt. I got, what, yeah. I've got a skinny Raven sticker here on my <laughs> noon water bottle. <laughs> well, we're going to give you a Pace the Nation sticker for I, sure. Which, I, uh, much better. Yeah, there you well, go. Well, actually, so, I shouldn't say it. So. Skinny yeah, Raven. Skinny Raven. Great <laughs> friends of mine. Yeah. Yeah. He's not listening. I have many Skinny Raven stickers and no Pace the Nation stickers. Well, now you have one Pace the Nation sticker. All right, well, we'll get you to Charlottesville. We'll get back up. You've had us up to Boston before. We appreciate that we'll get you up to Charlotte, uh, down to Charlottesville, and, and to Random Row, the brewery, brewery that Docs and I are involved with. And uh, I you would can love to because we went before to Charlottesville to yeah. the basketball game. There. Yeah, yes. I saw you guys. I went to that same game. Yeah. Joe That's Harris. Right. Joe Harris became the he number one he overall pick. He didn't realize. It. Oh, he, UVA is like seven and zero, right? He didn't know what was going on in the game, so this doesn't. <laughs> this I was like, why aren't yeah. they kicking the ball? <laughs> it's a much more effective way to pass it. No, it was great. It was an amazing yeah, experience. We went, we went to a driving range on the way down <laughs> we there. We did. It was a great. We were so trip. bad at golf. So. Although Kevin stories. Adams was good at golf. Yes, of yeah, course. And of course. Um, Kev, uh, who's, your, who's your team for soccer? I'm a Liverpool fan yeah. nice. uh, all my life. Are not you the reason why that New Balance is... No, I would love to say that. <laughs> you know, people say this because uh, New Balance sponsors the Irish national team as well. Yeah. Nothing to do with it. They <laughs> just know they, either. We've just got good taste. These are weird coincidences. <laughs> and, and Glasgow Celtic, which is kind of like everybody in Ireland loves Celtic. It's their kind of favorite team. It's just that the Scottish league isn't as captivating as mm-hmm. the premiership. So most people are like Liverpool or Man United fans. The kids now are supporting Chelsea and uh, Man City as well. But no, I'm a diehard Liverpool fan. Always have been. Always yeah. will be. Well, we will. All right. So in exchange for that uh, random yeah. shirt, we want some of those Liverpool. I need t-shirts. to send you new Liverpool yeah. jerseys because yeah. yeah. you haven't had the seasons yeah. yet. Yeah. Well, well, well I'm going to hold you. Hold you to you're, you're a Liverpool fan. I am. Yeah. I am. I, I don't know why they're not picking up the ball and shooting it into the. Uh, uh, yeah. Some, sometimes I wish they could, you know. Yeah, I know. All right. All right. You delivered uh, great energy as always. That's Keith Kelly, Global Marketing at New Balance. You man, guys are great. Thank you so much, man. Thanks it was, so it much. It was fun. It was Love great. It. There he goes. It's Keith Kelly from New Balance. This is the Running Event Podcast brought to you by Formula 4 Media. had two good jokes uh Sorry. when when you said uh can you think of a better closer i was gonna say kira sedgwick it's she's, she's, the, closer she's the closer on, on tnt TV. Yeah. and then i was also gonna say dennis eckersley because he's a baseball closer <laughs> no those are great jokes you could have said coffee because <laughs> coffee's for closers glenn gary glenn ross alec baldwin <laughs>